0: How many of you moms out there ever had one of those days or even weeks where you're on top of your game, the kiddos are alive and thriving, and everything seems to be running like clockwork? Mother of the year, right? But in a New York Minute, that can all change. Hi, I'm Joanne Camacho, and welcome to my podcast, Moms Need Moms. I'm a single, full-time working mama in her 40s raising a child with special needs. My son, Logan, was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder at almost three years old. Now, I know that news like this can completely shatter your world, leaving you feeling isolated, alone, confused, and helpless. As if motherhood doesn't already make us feel this way, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that everything that you're feeling is completely normal because I, too, have felt it, and you don't have to do it alone. Now, I don't have all the answers, but I do know that together, we can get through this thing called mom-like. So if you're a mama like me and can relate to all or some of the above, or maybe you're just a mama looking for some support and community, then this podcast is for you. Here, I will share with you my own experiences, the good and the bad, the wins and the fails, some tips and tricks, and some hilarious moments courtesy of my toddler. So I hope you'll come join Logan and I on our journey because moms need moms. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Moms Need Moms podcast. I'm your host, Joanne. And today, 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 I wanted to touch base with you all. Something that we may all be experiencing with our little ones um, as they return to school, trying to relieve their stress and anxiety and helping our kids adjust to this new school year. Because yeah, you, right. I always talk about self-care and I talk about a lot about that. I'm a huge, uh, advocate of taking care of yourselves, right? So that you can take care of, of others and enjoy your life. But what about your kids? What about your children? How can we help them relieve the stress? And right now in this, In this world that we're living in they're going through a lot of different things right there's a lot of stressors out there and what i why i'm talking about this is because sometimes we may not realize it and because we think that they're so little and and they're gonna be fine or you know eh, they're gonna be fine they're little you know kids kids adapt right but we still have to we still have to be cognizant that they're living in a different world in a different time. And there are things that we can maybe do to help our kiddos in alleviating a lot of this, a lot of the stress, right? A lot of the stresses that go on in everyday life. So I think I had an episode about this. Uh, it It might be episode 27. There's an episode that I did called uh, self-care for our kids. I may have, I haven't listened to it, so I may have different things on that. So it's it's good if you want to hear that one, because that was just kind of a an idea that I had in my head at the time. And I said, you know, I talk a lot about self care for us mamas, but what about self care for our kiddos? So listen to that episode, and then this one, I it's in my heart now because again, as I mentioned, I'm as a podcaster, I listen to a lot of other podcasts which are awesome, and this one is one that inspired me. I I heard someone talk about it, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there because I think this is super important, and it's kind of like I'm almost almost refurbishing the episode that I did back then about self-care for kids. So these are just some ways that we can help our children adjust to these changes and and not just returning back to school, it's just that that's the season we're in now, but this can also help on a daily with any, any other stressors that may come their way and particularly children on the spectrum, but it can definitely be applied to all children. I I think all kids will benefit from this. But these are some things that I found are awesome with my kid when he's going through his tough time and it's not always perfect. Again, I'm not saying that I'm an expert by far. I am not a counselor counselor or an expert in anything or a license, whatever. But this is just these are just some things and ways that I have seen work with my child. So I hope that this will be helpful to you. So in no particular order, one of the first ways that one of the things that I do with my child that I find alleviate a lot of his stresses is through music. Yeah. You listen to music, right? A lot of us listen to music. And why, why do we listen to music? Maybe we listen to music to get us in a workout mode. A lot of people listen to music while they're running or they're working out. If you do do a workout video online, they usually have music. If you go to a class, like an aerobics class or a Pilates or a spin class, there's always music. It kind of like puts you in the mood, right? Gets you going. And what I find also is that there's so much different types of music out there that some of the music, although it it helps you fuel your fire and get you moving, but there's also music that calms you down, that soothes you, that speaks to you in that moment that you're stressing out, and you hear something and you're like, oh, well, now I feel much better. You're singing the words, or or maybe it's like not even words, maybe it's just tunes. And my what I've discovered is my son loves music. He loves. It gets him dancing, he loves to dance. It gets him jumping and he starts singing the words. Now he's talking more. So he's definitely picking up a lot of the words and phrases. And sometimes like my my ex will tell me, he's like, how does he know the words? And it's not a bad song, but he's like, how did he know the words to this song? I'm like, I don't know, you must've been playing it because (laughs) he loves music a lot as well. But there's some songs that just stick and, I noticed that when he's, when he's like a little stressed or down, I'll, I'll start singing the song. And, and he gets excited, you know, and he'll start singing it. And if you put it on the TV or a YouTube channel or something, he gets excited and he starts, (laughs) he starts calming down. And it's like, he forgets about whatever was stressing him out, but music, and there's all types of music. I mean, even if, even if it's not like a song that you listen to, there's a lot of music out there that you can stream, listen to in the car, a lot of music for kids. Uh, there's music that is, has no words. Like I said, maybe classical music is your thing. Maybe they'd like to hear the sounds. I, I think it's a lot to do with the sounds, you know, maybe they just like to hear certain types of sounds too. So that's definitely, give it a try. Definitely something, uh, to think about if you have If you have Alexa, you know, ask her to play something and see, see what you. My My kid loves to hear a lot of nursery rhymes and kids, kids songs, kids music. He loves to hear that stuff too. So he gets very excited. Another thing which, um, which actually can go with the music is something that can help them alleviate stress is, uh, headphones or noise canceling headphones. I say headphones, or because you can use regular headphones even the, the big ones that they can put on while they're listening to their music, right? They might have an iPad or something and, and you put the headphones on them, or you can have these noise canceling headphones, which are really great because it kind of like tunes out the outside noise and lets them be in their own little world. I, I use these noise canceling headphones a lot with my son, especially when we're when we're going on a plane, because, you know, the roar of the engine is super loud, even for me, even for for anyone, it's, it's really loud, right? But you kind of can funnel that out. But for a child with with autism, it's it's more difficult. They're challenged. So putting these noise canceling headphones on them helps them relax and calm. And even if they are just playing a, a game or something or doing something just putting them on them helps them focus on that and they don't they don't freak out and they don't get scared and they're not so stressed so try try the noise canceling headphones they're not that expensive you can buy them on amazon they have really cute ones and give it a go um one this one is one of my uh one that I'm actually trying with my son using breathing or breath work um so this one, <laughs> the breath work I, I have been doing meditation for a while now. Um, it's it's something that I've incorporated into my routine and a lot of it involves breathing and breathing techniques. Now, kids, especially small children, may not be able to do that just yet because they can't really um, you know ar- articulate the the, the breathing. But what, I, what, I've, what I've been trying, and I know that the therapists at his school are working on this with him as well, is I will just stand there with him. I get on his eye level, I'll put his hand on my chest and I will let him feel how my chest rises and comes back down as I'm breathing. And he'll just stand there, and he'll have a big smile on his face. It was <laughs> probably looking at me like, "What's wrong with you, mom? What is going on here?" But I try to do that with him too when I feel like he's getting, he's about to be triggered, or or he's feeling a little anxious. And I'll tell him, "Papi, let's let's breathe." And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. A lot of times it doesn't work, but I'm trying. I'm trying to incorporate that as as something for me to be able to do with him to help him relieve stress and anxiety. So if you can get, especially if you have older children who are able to maybe follow along with you on a a quick breathing technique, breath, and it's not complicated. You can do something as simple as breathing in for four seconds, holding your breath for a few seconds there and then breathing out. Like it's something like in for four, holding it for four and letting it, I, I forgot what it was. There was some kind of a, a a rhythm to to do like four seconds, seven seconds, and then eight seconds of just letting go and breathing out. So that you can probably do better with an older child, but for little kids, I would say just, just try it, try it, you know, let them, let them feel you doing it and then let them put their uh their little hands on their chest and let them feel as they're breathing. You'd be surprised at how they start mimicking you. Um there's also like a really cool tool that I've seen um on Amazon, which I'm gonna see if I could get the link and put it on in the show notes. It's actually like a big plastic it turns into a big plastic round object and what it does and then it'll it'll collapse back to like practically a small little piece of of, of plastic. And what it does is it's supposed to show or mimic what it's like breathing. And a lot of kids, especially kids on the spectrum, use this as a tool, as kind of like a fidget toy to kind of help them or kind of like help them breathe, right? So you can use that toy as they're breathing to kind of show them this is what it looks like as as you're breathing in. And then breathing out this is what happens you know so so there are things that you can use to help them especially when they're so so small and they might not understand or comprehend the whole breathing technique yet but that's something to definitely consider another thing and this is also one of my one of my favorites is jumping and exercising and i put them together because most of the time when it's exercising there's a lot of jumping <laughs> so what i did is I bought, I didn't buy, I, I I got it as a Christmas present. My son got it as his Christmas present, a trampoline, a kid's trampoline. Now I know some of you mamas out there might be a little like, oh, I don't know about these trampolines, you know, kids get hurt and whatnot. And yes, they do. But this one is actually great because it's small right it, it there's there's just only so much weight that you can put on this trampoline like i don't i can't get on it i'm too heavy for it but there's like a big plastic bar that they can hold onto while they're jumping and let me tell you that this little trampoline was the best thing that he ever got the best the best toy he ever got i mean the moment that we opened it up and put it together for him he was on that thing jumping, and he would just stand there jumping, jumping, jumping. He would literally watch TV jumping, listen to a song or watch a video while he was jumping. And it it makes him happy. And he's also getting exercise, right? I, I do talk about this, I think, on, on one of the self-care uh, points as to the benefits of jumping and exercise. I mean, all of us know that exercising daily is very beneficial to your health and, and your mindset, right? So obviously jumping, exercising is gonna definitely help your child as well. So if you work out at home or, or whatever, try to get them involved, whether it's just jumping or dancing, try to get them involved because that's gonna help them. And, and I, I am totally, totally on board with the fact that the jumping And the exercising is completely, completely beneficial for your child, especially a child with special needs, because it's definitely a way for them to release all that anxiety and tension, and it makes them happier. Okay. It makes them more happier. So you don't have to get the trampoline but I'm telling you that thing was a game changer and I don't care. I got it in my living room. I mean, I literally have no living room on one side because that's all his side with his toys and his trucks and his little whatnots. And the trampoline is right there. So yeah, jumping, exercising, awesome, awesome way to relieve anxiety and stress and to get your kids involved. Okay. And it's much healthier for them as well. Another thing, and this is one of my favorite things to do with my son, is walking. I know it's it could be part of the exercise as well, but if you're going to do anything, go for a walk, man. I mean even for you, right? When you're stressed out, you can't tell me that by going outside you're not going to feel better when that sun hits your hits your face, right? Don't you start feeling all of a sudden a little more relaxed and calm and just happy? So going out for a walk is like the best thing to do with these kids to get them to relieve the stress and anxiety and you don't have to do it for too long it could literally be around your neighborhood i i usually go for walks with him around my community because it's gated and there's not a lot of traffic and it's safer plus just being outdoors is so beneficial to him especially for a child on the spectrum because they that type of stimulation is so beneficial to them to their development because it makes them more curious it makes them react in ways like oh wow like what's this you know it it helps them build up their vocabulary if if they are speaking or verbal they you can like even if they're not it's a good way for you to go out there and explore like if you're just walking around the neighborhood and you see a tree oh wow look at that big tree look at that beautiful flower look at that pink flower look at the red car look at the dog like things like that that are awesome for our kids and and their development because it helps them be curious and it helps them also it might help them with their speech development because they're learning words you're teaching them words and it doesn't have to be complicated things but I feel like going for a walk, there's so much out there (laughs) that they pick up just from going for a walk, just from going outside. So that is by far one of my favorite things to do with Logan. And it's also one of, I think one of the best things we can do to help our kids with the stress and anxiety. Now I know that here in Florida, we pretty much can go outside 365 days or whatnot of the year because it's the weather's great. But I know up in the North, it it can get cold and the winters are harsh. Now I'm not saying go out there when it's 30 degrees, unless you like to, because kids like the snow, right? A lot of you parents, what do you guys do after these snowstorms come? You go outside, you go sledding, you let them go out and play with the snow. That's great. Keep up with that. And even on, on days where, you know maybe it's not raining or or it's not so cold it's still okay to go for a walk because there's so much so much out there for them to see and stimulate their their brains and and their minds and it's just amazing i think it's by far the best thing you can do is go out walking with your child get them outdoors the last one and this is something new that i'm also that i also want to try a little more but it's not like anything crazy but massages i know i'm not talking about going to a spa with your little ones and having a full-blown massage i learned this from one of the therapists uh apparently she would give logan little small tiny massages and when i say tiny i mean like barely squeezing yeah like on his shoulders massaging his little arms things like that will definitely release stress and tension and help them calm down and regulate and and just have them be more tranquil. Now, I try doing this with him when he's home. Like when he's sitting down, I'll give him little very light massages on his shoulder and sometimes I'll even massage his little head. Like I'll I'll, I'll and not not anything hard. Don't don't do anything really hard because, you know, check with your doctor if you want to to make sure that it's safe but I'll give him like little massages on his head. You, you know, sometimes when you feel like a migraine coming on and you you take your finger and you put it on your temples and you start rubbing them. That's kind of like what I do with him, but but a lot more lighter, like like barely. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to overdo it. I'll start doing it like around his little head just to, you know, loosen him up a little and 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 sometimes he 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 doesn't even do anything or say anything. And sometimes it bothers him. Sometimes he'll just be like, "Eh, eh," like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to deal. He doesn't want my massage at that time. And that's fine too. But sometimes he'll just sit there and he'll let me give him light massages. I massage his feet. I massage his feet a lot too. That's also good. But again, you know, check with your doctors if it's anything that you don't want to do or make sure it's okay or check with the therapists that if your child has um services um i'm guessing it's probably the occupational therapist or the speech whatever therapist check with them about the uh about the massaging because i think that that's a great way to help our kids with the anxiety and the stress i mean who doesn't love a good massage seriously i'm I'm way overdue for one so (laughs) but um anyway that's just a couple of tips that i have uh for for you mamas out there i know there's so much stress out there i know you're under a lot of pressure and you yourselves could probably benefit from these tips as much as your kids because you're doing it with them right if your kid is going for a walk you're gonna go with them so it kind of it benefits both of you because if you're less stressed (laughs) <laughs> and you have less anxiety, then you can be the best amazing mom in the world. And your child will definitely reap the benefits of that as well. So whatever you're doing, if you have any other suggestions on how to how you try to relieve stress and anxiety and your kiddos going back to school and starting a new school and making new friends and let me know send me an email because i'm very curious to see what what all of you are doing out there because i think this is i think this is so important i do think that self-care is important for you mamas but for the kids too we can't forget about them because remember they're going they're under different types of pressures than than we were when we were their age and I don't know about you. I I may be dating myself back then when I was a kid. Nobody was talking about mental health or ways to relieve stress and anxiety. It wasn't that popular or that publicized back then. <laughs> so there's so many different things we can do for them. Anyway, that was my little uh spiel today. Uh, I hope that you I hope you got something out of this episode. I hope I was able to to give some kind of informational or gift to you if, if you've been feeling like you're struggling with your kids going back to school i think that these are tips that can help with any age child um and even kids who are who are not neurodivergent right i think this will help with anybody so i hope you got something out of this if you like this episode Hit me up on uh, Apple Podcasts and give me a review. I'd appreciate it. Again, if you have any questions or any other input on this, please feel free to email me. I will put the comments and information in the show notes. As always, I hope you are all having a wonderful day and enjoy the rest of your week. And um, take care of you. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.